Hello, and welcome to Thoughts Inspired, the podcast. It has been on its way, it has been coming, and now we are here, where I will be recording and putting out to you, the people, the podcast. Those thoughts that I have, those thoughts that God downloads to me, I will be sharing those to you in this format. So I am Tanashia Wells, and I'm here to share with you what God is sharing with me. So today, the topic is on parenting. I'm going to read a scripture from Judges 13, verse 8, and it says, Manoah prayed to the Lord and said, O Lord, please let the man of God whom you sent come again to us and teach us what we are to do with the child who will be born. Now, Manoah is the father of Samson. Ever heard of Samson and Delilah? This is the Samson. This is his parents. This is the story about before he was born. And I find it interesting that the angel of the Lord came to his parents to show him and to tell him, hey, you're about to have a baby. And these are the things that you need to do when you have this baby. They got direction. So it made me think, how many times many of us, I am a parent, I have four children. How many times when pregnant, wanting to be pregnant, do we ask our creator what we should do with the child we are about to give birth to. Or if we already have children, they may already be here. What should we do with that child? What did you create them to do, God? What is their purpose? What is the plan that you have for their lives? Have we ever thought about asking him that question and allowing him to tell the, us, the parents, what we are to do? Here, they asked. They asked them, and God gave them details as to what they were supposed to do with Samson. And I know Samson ends up in a place where, you know, women just, he allowed the women to do what, what they did to just run them. But have we ever looked at how should I raise my child? What is their bent? What is their thing that that God has called them to do? How should we be training them? So let, let's talk about training. So there's a scripture that says that we are to train up a child in the way that they should go. We should be training them. Many a times as parents, we control, we tell them what to do, when to do, how to do. We, we tell them everything. We manipulate Oh, if that's what you want to do, go ahead and do it. We, we do all those things with our kids, and sometimes we override their will, but God doesn't do that with us. God doesn't override our will. God doesn't control us. God doesn't manipulate us. We have the free will to choose him, to choose his word, to choose to be obedient. Is that what we are training our children to do. So are we asking God what, God, what do you want me to do with this child? 
What have you called him or her to do? What am I supposed to be teaching them, training them on? Many a times we see our kids and we're like, oh, you're going to be a a pastor, a teacher, a singer, a football player, basketball player, any other kind of player. We put all of these things on our kids. We put those things on our kids. But is that what God said for them? Have you taken the time today to ask God, what is it that you want for this child? Have you even asked them, how can I be a blessing to this child today? I know you think that they are yours. We, 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 I used to think that too. I, I thought that. They're mine. They should listen when I say listen, jump when I say jump, to ask me how high when I say how high. They should do all of those things. However, these kids are not our kids. Remember when you dedicated these kids back to the Lord? You know, as babies, baby dedication. Maybe they were christened. I was christened. And we gave, we told God, I give you my kid back. But instead, we, we spoke to them crazy. We did things that were done to us because that's what we were taught. We ended up in situations or brought them along in situations we shouldn't have been in. Because we, we we're repeating those things that we were taught. See, now I'm getting into a whole nother conversation about generational issues. See, we, we do those things that we have been taught to do. We parent the way we were taught. We love the way that we're taught. And what's interesting is for most of us, the way we were parented, it didn't work for us. But yet we seem to repeat it. We do it with our kids, and then we wonder, what's wrong with this kid? What was wrong with you? Have you ever thought about it like that? Have you ever looked at your kid and said, this is me around that age? You could be a little bit older, a little bit younger, but that's you. That's your seed. Are you asking God as they are growing, what do you want me to do? What does training look like now? at their age, at their, this stage, in this season of their life. Because they go through transitions also. They go through seasons of what I call sit, where they just need to be poured into. They go through seasons just like we do. It doesn't matter that they are a child. Are we staying in constant communication with God, seeking him not just for ourselves, not just for others, But for our kids, what should that look like? When you pray, Lord God, what do you want me to do with my child today? What can I expose my child to today? Maybe they've never been to the beach. I have met children who have never been to the beach. I have met adults who have never been past a certain street in the city. I have met children or adults who have never been past certain parts of town thinking all this time, there's nothing back there. There's a whole community back there, stores, gas stations that they have no idea. They're they're limited in their thinking because they haven't been exposed to a whole lot of our community. So what what is your 
responsibility with your child. So after you ask God, what should I do to train my child? It's important that you seek him, listen to what he has to say, and then do what it is that he's telling you to do for your child. You may be single, you may be married. It doesn't matter. God is still God. God still has a plan for your child. Your child is here or is on his or her way. So are you going to choose to ask God, what do I do? Are you going to ask God, how do I parent? Are you going to ask God to give you direction, to show you which way to go, how to get there? Will you ask him for the wisdom on what to do when they're doing certain things? Now, I want to I wanna give an example. So my son, I have a son. He is right now 22 at the time I'm recording this. But when he was in middle school, he, he would, he, uh, when he was in the fifth grade, not middle school, he, he uh, dis decided to disrespect his teacher. I, had, I have a rule at my house that my kids do not get a chance, get, get to disrespect their teacher. If their teacher does anything or say anything that they deem disrespectful or they're being rude, they get to come and tell me. And I get to have a conversation with the teacher because I cannot get suspended. But my kid can get suspended. So let me have the conversation with the teacher. So my son was disrespectful. And I, I come from, you know, I, I wanted to handle it the way it was handled if I would have done it. Hopefully you know what I, what I mean. So I went to God about it. And God was like, don't do that. I got something for you. So God had me to have him write an essay. Took him to the library. He got to pick a book. He had to write an essay about, he got to pick the book. And so since he's into music, he picked a book on a jazz player. Had to write an essay. He had a deadline. He also had to apologize to the teacher publicly since he disrespected her publicly. And he didn't have to do it right away. He got an opportunity to think about it because I needed him to know the importance of disrespect, why he should not disrespect other people. This isn't even about your, those who are older because disrespect is disrespect. And I, I didn't put the boundary on you can't disrespect those who are older, but you can disrespect those who are younger. No, that doesn't work. So he wrote the essay. And he was ready to apologize to his teacher. And he wanted me to change the date. And I'm like, nope, no, you're, you're going to do it on this certain date. What I didn't know is that there was a field trip planned for that day. And on that field trip, there were multiple schools coming to that field trip. So on that field trip, in front of many other schools, many other teachers, they quieted everybody down so that my son could read his essay in front of all of those students, all of those teachers, and apologize to his teacher in front of all of these people. Needless to say, my son never disrespected a teacher after that. See, what I was going to do was just for the here and the now, and it probably would have led him to disrespect the teacher again because the lesson may not have been learned. 
But the way God wanted me to handle it, he never disrespected a teacher again. And so even in the disciplining of our kids, we don't have to do what we were taught. Because if you think about it, did it really work? And just because you were scared of what was going to happen in the discipline doesn't mean your child is scared of what's going to happen. They might think, oh, that's just temporary. And then I can go back to doing what I was doing when I got in trouble. But this time I need to make sure I don't get caught. See, they, they've got a different mindset than we do. So I want to challenge you to ask God for the details. What is the purpose of my child? How am I supposed to train them in the way they should go? What is their bent? I, I have a daughter who's into art, and when I, when I picked up on it, I literally just saw her drawing stick figures with fashion. And I said, I'm going to put you in an art class. And she is following art. She's taking classes in art. That sister is really good. And I'm not just saying that because she's my daughter. She is really, really good. So are we asking God those questions? What am I to do? Which way do I lead my child? And that way you're leading them in the way he wants them to go and not the way you want them to go. Because it is what he has to say that's going to stand anyway. They can go to college just like you want them to, and then God calls them to do something else over here that doesn't even require a four-year degree. So how about you ask him before all of that pressure is applied to your child? And the, the other thing I want to talk about before I go is that we are to train up a child. So the other thing we should be training our children to do is how to relate to God. So to relate to God, to relate to God, it's we've got to know how to relate to God in order to train our child up in how to relate to God. We should be pointing them to him. I had a situation at my home where uh, my kid, she, she wasn't listening. And I was like, God, how you want me to handle this? Because this is your daughter. And he said, send her to me. I said, cool. So what did that look like? Every, every time she came to me and says, mommy, can I? I said, did you ask God? Did you ask God? Every time. Did you? And I know she would look at me like, are you really asking me Did I ask God? Yes. I'm asking you if you ask God and know that we are cool. So if I ask you, did you ask God and you did not, he will tell me that you didn't ask him. So when I tell you to go ask God, you, you should really ask God. Pointing them back to him building their own relationship to him. There, there is no, there is never a, they're too young. I mean, we see in the Bible where there are kings who are kids, eight, year, eight years old, king. They, they're not too young to learn about God. They're not too young to do what it is that God is telling them to do, say what God is telling them to say. They're not too young. 
So it's not about waiting until they are a certain age. Just start talking to them about God. There is no age to a spirit anyway. The Bible also talks about that as parents, we should be teaching our kids God's commands. When we wake up, when we lay down, when we walk by the way, like we should always be talking to our kids about God. And you, you will find also in the scriptures that because they didn't do that, there ended up being a generation that did not know God, a whole generation. How do you get a whole generation that doesn't know God? Who's talking about them? Who's teaching the next generation about God? Are you putting that responsibility on the church people, on the youth leaders? Know that youth leaders are people too. And although there are some who are teaching your kids about God, what are they teaching them? Do you know? Do you ask? Do you have the conversation after the fact about what did you learn today? Let's have a conversation about that. Have the conversation with, with your children. Keep the conversation going. So it's not just a one-time event, but it's something that becomes a part of them. What the word says becomes a part of them. And hopefully they see that word in you as their parent. Thank you for listening to Thoughts Inspired. I am Tanashia Wells. This has been episode one, and I want to leave you off with a prayer. The Lord God, we thank you for this time. We thank you for our children. We thank you for our parents. Lord God, we ask that you would show each and every person listening to this podcast Show them how they are to train up their children in the way that they should go. Show them their children's bent. Show them their purpose. Show them how they are to help their children accomplish those things that you are calling them to do. You have anointed them for it for this season and in this time. And as those seasons change, God, in their lives and in their children's lives, I pray, Lord, that their parents will continue to seek you and how training is supposed to look in those new seasons. It is in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen.